microphone one. Ready to go. everybody and welcome back to another episode of bomb mom podcast every time i'm gonna start these episodes i don't know what to say and what i said last time and i don't want to keep saying the same shit um i'm lacking some creative skills this morning and um you know sometimes that just happens but anyway so there's a lot on my brain this morning um first and foremost it is my baby boy's third birthday next month and i've been doing a little bit of thinking about what we want to do for his birthday um jared and i oh my god this chair is annoying me it's so loud so i okay so before i start talking about ej's birthday i bought this chair on amazon it was so fucking cute um but i guess i didn't really take into account that you know I have a carpet in my bedroom where I set up my cute little like office area um and when I move back and forth on this chair the legs like get loose and stuff and you know I lost two of the screws have no idea where they went they got sucked into the black hole that is my house and um the other two screws that were hanging on they just fall out every day it doesn't matter how long I'm sitting in the chair um usually EJ's bouncing back and forth in the chair rocking back and forth which gets them loose and I'm just over it so then I stole this chair um that was my son's gaming chair and I probably hate it even more than the other chair it's loud it's annoying the back is broke I keep falling over um but I'm just gonna get me a new chair I'm not gonna complain okay so back to EJ's birthday um I was torn between doing a little family weekend getaway for his birthday the poor kid has been celebrating birthdays in COVID since he was born I had this cute ass haul picked out for his birthday I had a theme um for his first birthday and I ended up having to cancel um and a little funny story about that when I canceled the birthday party, it was right when COVID hit. My son was born in 2019. Um, so his birthday's in April and we were just getting into the new year. And we were finding out that like everything was closing. My job was closing. It was going to part time and, and everybody was just, everything was up in the air, jobs, whatever. Um, so right before, I think like a month and a half before the birthday I had contacted the guy that owned the studio. It was a dance studio technically, but they had like a hall in the back. That was cute. And um, I t contacted the guy. I'm like, listen, the whole world is shutting down. What can we do about this? I only paid like $175 deposit or something like that. Nothing crazy. And he really fought with me for days through text message about the $175. And I was like, dude, you know what? Just keep it. Like, just keep it. He just... I get it. We're all in a panic and, you know, COVID's hitting and you don't know what your is going to happen to your business and so on and so forth. But I also had to cancel my son's first birthday and I felt like that was kind of shitty of him. But whatever. Oh, my God, my ADHD. I couldn't decide between like a weekend getaway or um, like a day trip of some sort. But I think that we're just going to do like some kind of like cute day trip somewhere that he wants to go um something fun and then have like a little family gathering he actually asked me on the way to school last week if Kenzie who is my niece was coming to his birthday party so I texted my cousin and I'm like dude EJ's asking if Kenzie can come to his birthday party and she's like yeah of course we will when is it and I'm like well I wasn't having one um so I don't know about that and she's like well 
you have to plan one now because Kenzie's invited and we're coming. So um, I think that we're going to do that. The second thing that I'm low-key racking my brain about is my lease is up for my car. So I started doing like a little bit of research about like what kind of car that I want. And I, there's a dream car that I have in mind. It's nothing like crazy, but it's definitely not in my price range or something that I can afford. But I was doing the research on it. I'm like, mm, can I just do it? Am I in the position to be able to get this car? You know, whatever. Um, and the one that I want, the trim that I want is like $70,000. I, I just can't, I can't see myself spending that much money on a car right here right now at this time in my life um so that kind of like crushed my dreams a little bit and plus I think the car prices are elevated right now um I have a Honda CRV I'm not really super interested in staying with Honda I feel like the pilots were cute a little while ago they're not really that cute now and I feel like everybody has one um so I'm looking into some other SUVs. So if you're listening to this and you have an SUV, uh, keep in mind, I also have three kids, but only one is in a car seat. If you have an SUV, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Bomb Mom Podcast. Let me know some reviews on SUVs that work for you. And uh, if you have multiple kids, that would be super helpful. And also if you're financially unstable, like I am, keep that in mind. Send me some, you know, something in my price range, please. And thank you. Last week's episode that I had with Veronica was super cool. I love being able to have a guest on my podcast, even though I have only had two now. Um, it just, it's some so much of a better flow for me because I'm not just sitting here talking to myself when I'm recording. I'm not actually interacting with anybody when I record. So sometimes I'm like, oh, what do I say next? Or, okay, how do I keep going with this? Because I don't have somebody there to like, you know, influence the conversation um so I hope that I will have Veronica back on so many things came up in my brain while we were recording that episode just so many things that I didn't remember from when I got pregnant with John so I found out that I was pregnant with Jalen when John was one I actually found out um later on because I didn't find out that I was pregnant with Jalen until you know pretty far into it but I conceived around the time that John turned one. So they're pretty much a year and nine months apart. When I got pregnant with John, I had an overwhelming feeling of knowing that that was supposed to happen and that I wanted to, to have this child. Um, with Jalen, I didn't have that feeling and I don't feel like it's talked about enough um, that some moms can experience disconnect from their pregnancies and also their children sometimes. Um, in my case, okay, so I feel like I have no choice but to be honest. Um, when I was pregnant with Jalen, I was on, I was getting the depot shot for birth control, which I started the day that Jonathan was born. Um, and I had never missed, I, you, if anyone's familiar with that shot, you go every three months. And I went to my doctor's appointment this one specific time and they said, hey, can you take the pregnancy test? Yeah, no problem. I took the pregnancy test. Um, it was positive. And they're like, uh, you know, you're coming up positive. Did you miss your last shot? I'm like, no, I'm here exactly three months later. I'm for sure here on time. You know, there's no way. So they're like, okay, well, your pregnancy test is pregnant. We're going to send you to the lab for uh, ultrasound. 
So I go and get the ultrasound and they pretty much tell me all in one shot that I'm having a baby. I'm, I think I was about 16 or 17 weeks at that point. And, um, I can't, it's like all such a blur. Cause it was like a really traumatic time for me mentally. Um, but I'm pretty sure that I either found out that she was a girl then or right after that, because I was like right there, almost mid pregnancy. And, Jared and I were not in a good place at the time and we were not together, but I had sex with somebody else and it was right around the time that I conceived Jalen. And although I was under the impression that because we, me and the other person were safe, that there was no possible way that I could be, you know, pregnant by that person, it was definitely Jared's. Um, he just didn't feel the same and rightfully so looking back on the situation, if I was him, I would have probably felt the same way. Ultimately, we took care of Jalen together. He told me like he didn't really care whether or not Jalen was his and he was going to take care of her anyway. Um, big ups to Jared. Obviously, if you've been listening to other episodes, Jared is like a super staple in my life, has been, always will be. And um, he he's just like really a good person. Jared, I know you're listening to this and uh, that's where it ends. And I don't want to get your head too big. It's already too big. So, you know, we went through some hardships during my pregnancy with Jalen. Uh, we were still co-parenting. Now we're expecting this other child. I'm a baby. He's a baby. Um, I got pregnant with Jalen when I was 19. I gave birth to her at 20. So I was a teen mom twice. And Jared was 20, 21, however old he was at the time. And it was hard for us. And at some point in my pregnancy, I had learned that... Um, because of the way that Jalen was measuring, she may or may not have Down syndrome. Like, there was a lot of things that were up in the air. And not that I would have loved her any less if something was, um, you know, different about her when she was born. But just trying to process that in my teenage brain when I already have a one-year-old, it was really difficult. So I ended up going to Planned Parenthood because... Like I said, being completely honest and transparent, I wanted to think about all my options. I think the one thing that was standing out the most in my brain was the fact that I had a one-year-old. I have a baby who I have had to divide my time with because I'm still going to school and trying to finish my education. Um, but now I'm having this other baby and what do I do? They do another pregnancy test. I don't remember if they did an ultrasound there or not, but I did talk to the clinician about my, about, you know, a possible abortion if it was too late in my pregnancy. And I go to check out and the lady at the front desk looks at me and she's like, you're having that baby. And I'm like, what? She's like, you're having that baby. And I'm like, why do you say that? And she was like, I could just tell. I've been here for a while. You're having that baby. And I just looked at her and I'm like, dude, I'm 19. I have a one-year-old child. Like, my mom is going to kill me. I still live at home. Like, I, what am I going to do? She's like, you're going to have that baby. And um, obviously, I had that baby and I love her to death. But I feel like a lot of people don't talk about the disconnect. So I want to talk a little bit about how I felt while I was pregnant with Jalen. It was just like an all-around different pregnancy. With Jonathan, he was super active. 
Um, I had an overwhelming amount of support from my family and people that were around me at that time, which I think made it like all the more, more better. Um, no, but for real, like I, I, it was just so good that people around me, even though I was young, like they were so supportive of me. Um, and they were also supportive of me when I was pregnant with Jalen, but it was just that second time around was more of like a disappointment. Like you're really doing this again, living at your mom's house. And granted, my mom has always done her absolute best to put us in the best circumstances and like she moved us into a bigger house when I had Jonathan because me and Jonathan were sharing this little bedroom I had a twin bed my mom is a real ride or die but it was a lot of stress on her and my grandmother and my family and they they knew that so um when I got pregnant with Jalen I'm just like dude like honestly like we just we got to do something about this like uh, we're just gonna make it work and we're gonna we're gonna do it and Jonathan moved a lot. I'm not saying that, like, changes my feelings or anything, but he was super active. Um, and, like, I would poke my belly or I would rub my belly and he would, like, poke back. Or, and I just remember him being, like, really active a lot of the time. And Jalen wasn't so much. Like, she would be when I... I could only feel her when I was, like, laying down. Um, I was also heavier at that time. Being pregnant with Jalen was the heaviest that I had ever been. It was just a really hard depressing pregnancy so at this point i'm in my last trimester of my pregnancy um shit was rough not even gonna lie me and jared were going through it i had his snitch friends calling me telling me what he was doing while we weren't even together basically just trying to throw a wrench in our family dynamic you know uh for no reason but to be messy so there was a lot going on but obviously feelings emotions involved we're having another kid when i finally got to the hospital to have Jalen. I remember my mom was recording me and I'm pretty sure that I never want to see that again because I was miserable and I looked miserable. But like that's when all the emotions and the feelings started setting in. And I remember like right before I gave birth to her, I feel like that was the moment that changed for me and I was more connected to it. Like, holy shit, I'm about to give birth to my baby girl, my little twin. Um, and Thank God, because some people give birth to their children and still don't feel that connection for a little bit. Um, but I did get that moment of, okay, I'm excited. I want this to come. And then once my daughter was born, I could not have loved her more. When I was pregnant with Jalen, I remember saying to my mom, I love Jonathan so much. I do not understand. I cannot grasp the concept of how I'll be able to love another child the way that I love Jonathan. I, there's just no way. My mom's like, Alyssa, I have four of you guys. And with each pregnancy and each child, your heart just grows bigger. So... I just felt like the amount of love and protection and everything that I felt for Jonathan, I could not have that with another child, but I did. And thank God. And I love my daughter to absolute death. She is going to be um, a tricky one. She's a Gemini. But it was rough in the beginning. Uh, I thank God for her. I would not have changed a single thing about what we decided to do. Um, and if you're wondering, yes, she is Jared's child. We had a DNA test you know, just saying, but it's okay to have those feelings. If you don't connect with your pregnancy, it's okay. Um, there's a lot of hormones. There's a lot of things going on in your brain. There's a lot of life changes. The only thing that I do recommend is tell somebody 
It could be your doctor, your OBGYN, if you see a therapist. Um, even if you're feeling that way after you have the baby, mention it to the pediatrician. These doctors are licensed, trained. They're, they su- are supposed to look out for things like this and they're supposed to get you the help that you need. Like I have said in other episodes, EJ is the only child that I suffered um, with postpartum depression and anxiety with. I might have had a little bit with Jalen, but I had so much support around me. I live with my mom and my brothers and Jared and everything. So I had a lot of help, but I definitely should have said something and I wish I would have because maybe I could have bonded with her a little bit better. I do remember points in time when I would get super frustrated because John is obviously still a baby. Jalen would need something and it was just like that overwhelming, I can't get ahead it's always something bringing me back. So after I had Jalen, I ended up going back to work and I worked like 30 plus hours, I want to say. But I worked in the afternoon. It was like three or four ish to like 10. And then I went to school during the day eight to two. So, okay, this is how my day worked, right? I would get up in the morning. I would bring my kids to daycare. I would go to school. I would go to school eight to two. I would get off of school. I would go pick my kids up. I would bring them home. I would drop them off with Jared. I would go back out, go to work, and then I would come home. And it was great. I was out here. I was, you know, getting money. I was going to school, trying to better myself. But I wasn't full-time in the house. And I used to get really jealous of the bond that Jared had with my kids, especially with Jalen, because... Man, I have pictures of Jared, like, playing video games with Jalen in his arm because that is his baby girl. Like, was always and forever will be his baby girl. And she just loved her dad. And because I was gone all the time, he was the one who fed them and put them down for naps. And I was just kind of, like, you know, there sometimes. Like, I would pick them up from school and drop them off. Like, we didn't really have that great bond. And you know, when they got hurt, they would go to Jared and it just hurt my feelings. But that's like another form of mom guilt. I'm not even out doing anything crazy. I'm trying to better our lives. I'm going to school. But I felt so guilty being away from my kids and not being their like main parent, the one that they came to when they cried. It was their dad, not me. I have said on multiple occasions how much of a help my mom was when I had John and also when I had Jalen, um, but we definitely did butt heads a couple times. It is not meant for two women, especially mothers, to be under the same roof. And there was times that I lived with my mom and I would tell Jared or my grandmother, I'm never talking to my mom again. After I move out of here, I'm never talking to her again. Um, but like... It was just because we clashed and we butt heads and she had one way that she wanted to parent and I had another way that I wanted to parent and even though these were my kids, I'm her kid and we're in her house. There was a little bit of a power struggle between us and like I said, there was times that it got bad and I thought I would never talk to my mom again, didn't want to have a relationship with her ever again because I just thought she was so awful, Um, but she's my best friend now and... I'm just looking back on it, I all the bad times, like I don't really remember the bad times too much and all the times that I was pissed off and didn't want to be there or live there, be under her roof, whatever. Um, I could not have done it without her and my brothers. There was definitely times that I just could not deal with my children and I would go into my room and the kids would just be upstairs terrorizing my brothers or my mom or the living room and, you know, 
me and my mom would argue about it. Why aren't you guys watching your kids? Like, what's going on? But if I didn't have her in those couple minutes that I needed to relax or get away from my kids, I would have combusted. So shout out to you, mom. Even though I stressed you out and we gave you hella anxiety and made your house forever dirty, I appreciate you and couldn't have done it without you, sis. I'm just here trying to bridge the gap between what regular mom podcasts tell you, love your kids, be patient, be kind, say sorry, like, yeah, say sorry to your kids and all that shit, but sometimes they piss me the fuck off, and sometimes that's just how I feel, um, and sometimes, you know, we're not all butterflies and rainbows when we have a baby on the way, we're stressed the hell out, and that's okay, too. Seek out the help that you need and get your shit together, and, and we do this shit, wake up every day and do this shit. You're a bomb mom, period. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. My name is Jalen, and you just listened to my mom's Bomb Moms podcast. Bye.